Hello everybody, it's Graham Cofer with another My Music. It's four o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, which means it's time for me to speak to Elizme in a minute. But first, we're going to watch this video, uh, see how much pink you can see in it. There's loads. me thanks for joining me this afternoon how the devil are you i'm fabulous how about you oh i love being fabulous yeah fabulous is fantastic i don't know whether you can see on the screen people at home won't be able to see this on the screen at the moment but can you see right at the top of the screen there in Streamyard? it actually you can see i've it's written your name the way that it should oh. be oh yeah it has it has yeah. yeah you see that's cool we were just talking about uh how you've named yourself yeah. um that that comes from a couple of your names kind of put together, which yeah. is good. Um, why is it so important, do you feel, to have that really kind of strong brand, if you like, strong identity as an art, a young artist going out there these days? I think that, I mean, first of all, there are so many musicians and artists out there that are all, sorry, all trying to, um, how do I put it, make it get there you yeah. know so I think it's important that you've got something that is unique um and when I was sort of searching for what I wanted to call myself there was you know many different options that I, I don't remember off the top of my head but um very generic and I think probably have been used quite a few times um and usually with a little like google search you can you can find out if these names have been used before so yeah, I, I thought that Elizme was something that nobody had ever heard before. And I still get weird looks now from people, especially if they, you know, they haven't heard me say it and they just see it spelled. They're like, how do you how do you say that? But I think that that sort of gets the conversation going as well um, and adds like a certain uniqueness to me. But I think that is just it's so important to be able to, you know, um, stand out and have something that's not so generic. Oh, I love it. I think it's fantastic. I mean, when I was growing up, one of one of my heroes growing up um, was the singer in the band Marillion, and his name was Fish. Fish. I just thought that was brilliant. I love right? that. Yeah. And uh, the people assumed that it was to do with his drinking habits. It was actually to do with the fact that he loved to spend time in the bath. But okay. I, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I just think I, it was – and he's followed it through. He, he kept that throughout his career, you know, um he's got a bit of a funny real name his name's Derek William Dick so I mean fish works right yeah you know, when you've got a name like that I'd certainly have to I, th I think if I was going out as a solo artist I'd definitely change my name because no one can get my name right you know no no they always get co wrong they always get that wrong but I think it's great I think it's great to have that kind of identity and, and a strong look and you have got a really strong look and a really strong identity to what you're doing where's that come from um what is it in your dna your background that makes that come through um so 
my parents, my my mum in particular, she's very into like scar um, and like the skinhead scene and stuff like that. So I oh, sort cool. of yeah, nice. yeah. I, I grew up around that music, like Northern Soul and like mod culture and things like yeah. that. Yeah, um, it's it's been like a sort of different environment to be in, I suppose. Like a lot of the the women I saw had you know wacky haircuts, you know, like the the skin haircut like the ladies one with like the sideburns and yeah. these different colors um so i'd like to i'd like to say that i'm quite out there with um like my hair and makeup um i don't really necessarily like to sort of blend in um i more want to stand out but i think that that's sort of where it's come from like a very alternative like family <laughs> yeah but your obviously your music isn't scar based no 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 it's not although i i would never sort of um not do that in the future i, I would probably give that oh, a point um i do like to like you know what we were saying earlier i'm very versatile with my music and there's nothing that i probably wouldn't give a go or try but yeah i'd say you know it's it's quite cool having that you know upbringing and that's what sort of made me look the way i am but and then you listen to my music you'd be like like what's going on here? You know, it, it doesn't sort of match, but I feel like that's so important. Again, it makes me stand out. Yeah. What got you into music making? Were you always a listener of music when you were young? Um, did you did you play an instrument from a young age, or did you hate that? So I, I was your typical, you know, five year old just dancing around in front of the TV. And believe it or not, my first inspiration was Britney Spears even though I probably couldn't relate to her that much now. But I think um, sort of seeing her on stage and doing what she was doing as a little girl on TV is what influenced me to want to do it. But the writing side of thing, things, um, I started I started writing music quite young. When I say music, more lyrics than anything. Mm -hmm. um, it, it took me quite a long time to get the hang of it, but I was all, I had like a, Every now and then I go through like my old stuff, old boxes full of things that I had when I was like really, really young. And like there's these um, little notepads where I've just wrote the most terrible lyrics you could possibly think of. Um, but I feel like even though it was not very good, I feel like that sort of were like the building blocks to um, turning me into the songwriter I am today, pretty much. Yeah. Did you have a voice at a young age or did you have to develop that voice or did you? You had to grow into it. I feel like I had a, a bit of a natural ear to music. I feel like I could right. you know, pitch myself correctly, but nothing, nothing too amazing where I was like, oh, she, this kid's going to be like, um, you know, an amazing singer. It, it was, it never worked out like that. It was definitely a lot of like hard work. It was more the passion inside me. I think that is what's made my my voice better over the years and to the point that it is now. Yeah, and, and what about instruments? First instrument for you? My first instrument that I got pretty good at was uh, acoustic guitar, and then I moved on to a bit of electric, but I found myself that I liked the acoustic sound a little bit more, so I sort of stayed on that sort of wave. But um, I can play, play piano as well. I sort of understand it better than I can play. Um, right. I, my hands are tiny, so it's just, I don't think Can't it's... Can't get the reach. <laughs> I just don't think it's meant for me. But when it comes to uh, writing music, it's very, 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 very helpful. I've got actually uh, 
to do with the guitar side of things i've got quite a lot of videos of me when i was about 12 13 just like singer songwriter acoustic vibes um yeah i actually haven't played guitar in a very very long time and it's something that i just want to sort of brush up on again right so what's the writing process for you now then if you if you if you're not sort of guitar in hand all of the time how, how do you start putting down something well it i i wouldn't say i necessarily have like one method that i use um loads of different things inspire me on like my day-to-day -day basis so i could be at my pub job and i hear a new song from any artist and I think it's really cool, or it gives me an idea about a lyric, like there could be one word in it that just sort of really like sparks something in me. And I'll write that word down. Um, and then at a later point, come up with a melody, maybe write a few more words and then have a melody with those words. And then I could take it to a producer and be like, like, this is my idea. Do you think we could recreate it? And then we try, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, that's just one method that I um, use to write. Um, but I also, when I'm, you know, like forcing myself to write where the motivation is not necessarily there, um, YouTube is like my best friend. Um, right. Yeah. So like finding tracks as motifs as such. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to sort of take elements from. Um, and then I use Splice uh, with Logic to piece together a track, like a production wise for something very simple um and then i put lyrics of melody on top of it so it can it can go really one of two ways so the lyrics come first or the music comes first sometimes yeah. both i'm you know whenever it, the motivation's there and i'm feeling it that's really when i know that it's going to work whatever yeah. that is i like that that's quite a modern way of writing um you know l looking for little sound elements and then sort of pulling out what you want, yeah. you know, transferring it over there, mm. pulling it all together and then put, putting your own sort of uh, idea yeah. onto the top of it. It's, yeah. a, it's a great, it's a great way of looking at it. What, what catches your ear when you're listening to music that makes you want to go, mm, I, I want a little bit of that. What, is, what really sort of excites you? I think yeah. that it's more so, um, the lyrics than anything. Sorry, I don't know why I'm getting notifications. <laughs> it's ready. Yeah, it sounds like my dinner's just dinged, but no. Um, sorry, what was the question again? I just completely. Yeah, I just say what what sort of what is it about like a little bit of melody or you know like a little riff or something that kind of excites oh, your yeah. ear and makes yeah. That's what I was going to say now. Um, so it's more so the lyrics for me. I feel right. like it's very important to tell a story. Um, and here's a topic about music, the music industry. That's, you know, it's something that I talk about quite a lot that I feel that a lot of commercial music doesn't really have any feeling. It doesn't have any purpose. And I feel like when I do hear music that has purpose or has like maybe just a few lyrics in it that just really work well together but have so much meaning and could relate to many, many people in different ways. Like when it just touches you, I feel like that inspires me the most to want to recreate something like that. Um, lyrics first, always. I feel like lyrics are very important. But melody, again, um, or some sampling something from like an older song for example and then making it into something new that makes me go oh okay like 
you've taken something that in itself was just you know a masterpiece and then created it into like another masterpiece um from you know that idea so that that gets my head going as well thinking about do you like do you love that as well that the fact that it's got when people do that and they capture like that that one bit from from a song you know it's you know thinking of some of the things that have been there recently like you know you go oh that shanks and bigfoot you know with that and it's like because it transports you back into the time when that song was out but now it's a completely different song as well and it's got a completely different feeling to it don't get me wrong some of them i probably wish they'd left the original original. (laughs) (laughs) but so does everybody else sometimes yeah (laughs) i think that there is like maybe one or two occasions where you know you listen to that and you think wow okay because i think from my own point of view i've probably not done that for the reason that i wouldn't want to annoy anybody that is really into that old song and feel like i've just completely you know ruined it or something um but sometimes it does really work and um i'll give you an example um uh rocket man elton john and doesn't it yeah, brilliant. Works so well, brilliantly, right? And it's such a floor filler. Whenever I do it, when I'm gigging, it is a floor filler. And even my dad hates when, for example, you take an old song and make it new, and he loves this song. Like he loves it. So that's just um, you know, like a an example of what I maybe could do in the future. But I'm just sort of biding my time, waiting for the right inspiration to come along. I guess that's a really perfect way of. That that song's a really great example because it's it's two songs plus a new new piece that's been put in there and it's just so cleverly done. It um, is. Well. It kind of almost messes with your head in a way because because <laughs> it's like oh it's this song no it's that song no, it's oh it's it's a yeah. new song yeah, yeah. No. And, I, and I and I love you know where it kind of plays with you emotion wise because yeah. you, you you kind of feel all of the original song yeah. emotions but you in the melodies but it's a completely new lyric and a completely new song you're do you know what you put that so perfectly because it does have this like dancey like you want to get up and like have a dance but at the same time like the lyrics from like the older songs, you know, they're different, especially like Rocket Man, for example. It's much slower and more emotional. Um, to then transform it into something that you actually has a bit of a groove and you want to sort of, you know, move to it. I feel like that's very clever that you know they could achieve that. Yeah, no, I think it's. I think, you know, I mean, you're you're giving me an, an enormous amount of hope for music for the future because you are young and you 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 know the things that you're saying are are brilliant um like we i had brown bear in here the other day and he was talking about there's just so much music that's kind of been in the charts if you like over the last few years so he said you know it's just throwaway stuff because it has absolutely no story to it no kind of emotion in the lyrics whatever yeah Uh, and he's trying to write stuff now where it's got a story and it's it's got a beginning and an end and it takes you somewhere emotionally and i see at the moment it, the beginnings of people really trying to get back into song craft again i feel see, that yeah no i definitely see it i think that um 
we've got a bit of like an 80s vibe going on at the moment especially in like commercial music and i love it i really really do uh but some of it is crap That's, i mean there's there's no other way to put it really but um it's difficult like especially as an artist because you want to be authentic you want to create stuff that's authentic and then you're also battling with this ideology that if you don't follow the crowd you're not going to do well and i i can't i probably you know there's so many eyes that probably heard this but like it's like just do what they want until you know you make it and then when you make it you can create the music that you want and it's something that i've never really liked the idea of and i've i i i will continue at the level and stage that i'm at writing authentic music that i feel is authentic to me and has feeling and meaning then just be another recycled artist you know like how you were saying that it's just throwaway material I, I would never ever want to do that just for fame and money yeah. like, how happens. much have you got to want it these days to 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 make it happen how much have you got to want it like you've really got to be so resilient like very mentally strong to put yourself through that where you are literally somebody's puppet at the end of the day um and a money maker and if you're not churning out the music that they want at the speed that they want it you know that can be really like oh i have an example like lewis capaldi just done a a netflix um, yeah 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 i'm not sure if you watched it but yeah it really does show the effects that it has on people and he's probably one of those artists that's you know very down to earth just like a normal guy you know like and the pressure that they were putting on him to sort of just churn out more music it's quite you know it, it does make you sort of open your eyes a little bit to the way the music industry sort of functions yeah everybody's doing a documentary at the moment there's a ed sheeran one on oh, yeah, glasses as, as yeah. well and again in that you know he, he's saying you know you have got to want this 120 percent. you've got to you've mm. got to absolutely want it because everything's so fast nowadays within sort of pop culture etc it, it's like there's always the next person coming up behind you all the time wanting to take it wanting to take it wanting to take it, it, it do, do you feel that as a pressure as a young person trying yeah, to make music actually I was having this conversation with my mum earlier um because it is a sensitive subject for me and I, I quite often you hear that you know, once you get to a certain age, you're not going to make it, you're not going to do well. Um, you sort of, ex you know, you have an expiry date, per se. Like you a know? footballer, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was like boxing and, yeah, yeah. It's is that really what music's supposed to be about? You know, like how much time I have left looking young, you know, like, or just being young. Like what, what, what? sustenance does that really have yeah. you know uh, surely i mean i'm not i'm not putting down any young artist at all but surely the older you get the more wise you are the stronger you are mentally to handle hurdles within the music industry um and especially if you've done it for years since you were like a teenager for example you you've experienced things you've ex you've experienced being on stage you've experienced all these you know surely you would be seen as a more reliable person to sign and invest all this money into 
so like this ideology of like not having any time actually i wrote a song about it called mm -hmm. waste of time um the pressure of feeling like you know you, you don't have a lot of time to sort of grasp people's attention and again going back to lewis capaldi's um documentary uh he said that when he made it he basically was given like six months to write a whole new album um and you have to do it you know or, or because there is somebody else that will be the next new thing you know so it, it yeah it's quite it is scary yeah. i i guess i guess the great thing to take courage from is on the flip side i'm i'm interviewing a, a lot of people of your generation at the moment you know, on on this show but i'm also interviewing a lot of people that had their career then have gone into you know parenthood uh you know back to back to work whatever have have you know disappeared from the music industry for 10 20 30 years in some cases yeah and have now come back and they're like we don't care yeah, we, we, you know, we've actually got to this point where the reason we've come back and, and COVID has been a massive kind of instigator or uh, incubation point for this. Yeah, I imagine. Because a lot of people have gone, oh, need to reevaluate. Why did why have I completely stopped that in my life? Because it was such a massive part of my life. And actually, yeah. you know, just because I've got this, you know, my, my career, my family and whatever. I shouldn't have completely knocked Just, back to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm going to come back and I'm going to do it on my terms. And I really don't care. I love that. What happens. And I think that's just a really refreshing thing. And I, I, I want to encourage a lot of younger artists to look at those people that are doing that and go, actually, perhaps we need to own that a little bit. Yeah. And go, do you know what? It doesn't really matter. You know, we can always be, we can always f find a job at the fish and chip shop or we can, yeah. we can always do something else or we can always, you know, do something else as well. You can go to uni. You can go to uni when you're 50. That's whatever. Good. You can yes. do all of those things. <laughs> yes, exactly. Whenever. But, you know, if you're, if part of your existence on this planet is being to, being put here to, to make music, to, for the enjoyment of people and yourself and to to you know elevate your soul and whatever then yeah just do it and and actually if it takes two years to make an album it takes two years to make an album exactly takes, i feel like on. yeah no i completely agree I, and i think like the way i see it is is that ultimately i am doing this for myself i'm doing it because when i was young this was a passion that i had and a motivation that i had and quite often I feel like I don't have that. And it's quite sad because I, I, I wish I could just sort of go back to that childhood feeling of what it felt like to just want to be in the position that I'm in now, you know. Um, Watching and, Britney again. Yeah, yeah. But, but you see what I mean? Like how, you know, that feeling that you got from, you know, I, I don't quite often get that anymore. And it's sad because it, you do sort of drill into yourself that, this is a process you need step one step two step three step four and you know if you're not getting the engagement on your music then you're not doing well enough and you need to take measures to do better where mm. I, and i can't but applaud people that have taken 10 15 30 years out of the industry and come back to it where now they're in a place where they're like 
I don't care anymore. Like, this is, you know, what I want to do, pretty much. So, yeah, I, I think, like what you said, it's so important that that's, you know, a message that's put out to the younger people. I, I, think, it, I think it's difficult as well because, you know, there's so much for you to do as well these yeah. days as a young artist. You know, it's you... Yeah, there's not the resources there. It's not like you sign a record contract and then, you know, and then there's all this money there to pay for all of these things. Everything is really cheap. You're getting some good people, good in insights. Um, but, you know, it's like Cara that I spoke to yesterday and she, we, she was talking about kind of burnout from doing social media and all of that side of things as well. And, I, you know, I said to her, giving her a bit of advice because I said, look, social media is my kind of thing that's what I, that's mm -hmm. what i do and i do it for other people i help other people with it and i said yeah. on the one hand you want to maintain your hands on with everything because you want to be authentic for your fans and all of that but at the other thing i said the way to look at it i think is you're a creative and creatives need other creatives to work with right and i think you need to do it in every single aspect of your career so yeah. if it's things like social media don't give it to somebody else to do all of it but yeah. work with someone that takes the pressure off yeah yeah that actually encourages you and fulfills your cup in terms of every day going right do you know what don't worry about that we're we're going to make this happen I'm going to I'm going to help you do all of this. You're going to get your voice in there, etc. But you know, you focus on you. Right? Yeah. Got you. You know. And I I I talk to commercial clients about this as well, right? I think part of it is there's a feeling that as a young artist, you've got to like answer every text from everybody, respond to everybody that comes through, etc to keep them everybody happy and whatever actually you probably don't because you know what the 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 pop stars of yesteryear they didn't answer anything right they were aloof they were kept away from people mm. right it's more a case of actually knowing when to answer and and what to answer mm. right it's it's a case of making time for yourself as well and i i think actually fans will appreciate it when people go, do you know what? I need I need a bit of time for me myself. Yeah. I do that I, often actually. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think that's important. I think it's really, really important for anybody that's, you know, at your stage trying to make it, trying to put stuff out, trying yeah. to, you know, do all of that. I think that's really important. So it is. I really agree with that. I think that I myself have put quite a lot of like pressure on myself to be constantly active and you know post content every day and you know like you say reply to everybody and you know just be active and I quite often just don't have it in me to be like that um and it, for me personally it's quite hard uh obviously like I love being in the community of artists and like NAS for example which is like this collective of people that all support each other uh, yeah. which is great I, and I, I love all that but at the same time it's you know it does become draining it does become like this um 
it's like repetitive and I, i'm one of these people i i i do being a, like a perfectionist i quite often you know need space from things so that i regain that motivation to do all that hard work you know um thankfully i have my mum who helps me do pretty much everything so if there uh, are there, uh, I, hi mum she's probably watching <laughs> if you're watching mum say hi um, put something in the comments yeah uh, you, you, look you know mums are important in those situations i mean that's yeah. good if you if you've got that that rock to to ground yourself on that's 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 oh, yeah, very, very, very important mm. now listen you talked about the fact that you take things that have been before and you 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 know you kind of like the fact that you can bring something back from back from the dead if you like and, and make it something new yes i am watching there you go <laughs> she's watching as you <laughs> i love it you've written a drum and bass song now drum and bass you know at one point massive you know yeah i mean i actually remember i did sound for goldie one time no way okay yeah 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 cool. um and you know, I, that sort of time when it was like Gold Goldie and Ronnie Size and the whole, you know, because I lived down in the southwest, so like the whole Bristol scene was just massive on the old drum and bass front. It still is, to be honest with you. Absolutely, right. So what was it about drum and bass that really Um, I'll be honest, so in college from the age of about sixteen to eighteen, I was absolutely like dance like electronic dance music mad. Um drama bass included garage the lot um i was probably like one of two people that i knew that really liked it to be honest um and quite often if i played it in because i do i study performing arts and quite often we had our breaks in like our like little theater rooms and we would play our own music and i would get some weird looks from people from playing drama bass um but I sort of like really neglected that part of myself because of the way people reacted to it. Yeah, um, and they put it. They put it in a box and yeah, place so the link. I, I did the same, which yeah. I wish I never did because I do really feel like it's my calling. Um, my my boyfriend pretty much is the one that reintroduced me to my love of drum and bass. Even though I still listen to most of the commercial drum and bass that was out anyway. Good um, man. Good yeah, <laughs> he is. He's, he's reawakened my love for it, pretty much. So, yeah, he he's the reason I'd say more than anything that I'm I've done a drum and bass track. He's sort of pushed me to do it because he'd sort of heard the bits and bobs that I'd done for it, and he's like, I actually really like this, and it was nice to get like that support from him that he really enjoyed it, being that it's a genre that is yeah. the genre he listens to pretty much. So, yeah. And when you'd done it and when you'd finished it and when it was out there, how happy were you with that? that it was oh, like... so happy. Yeah, so happy. I, I, I think that I quite often don't feel like that about me. So it's quite sad to say. Um, but, um, yeah, when it was when, even during the process of it and we were sort of creating it, um, I, I knew that it was something that I'd never done before, but something that I really enjoyed, something that actually, you know, sparked that motivation in me that I was telling you about. Um, so, yeah, and then when, when it was out and I was actually able to sort of show, you know, friends and, like, my boyfriend showed his friends, for yeah. example, and now they've all got it on their playlists. And it, the reaction is sort and of... did the reaction help? 
yeah, 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 massively. Yeah, yeah, massively. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think that um, I've had a lot of people telling me that I need to do a drum and bass album, and it's definitely a thought. Is there something to be learned there? Is there something to be learned that actually, you know, and it ties in with the previous conversation that you can kind of end up feeling that you've got to produce what people expect you to produce etc but once you start doing what you really love yeah a you enjoy it Mm. so much more Mm. and it kind of almost doesn't become a you know a job anymore it gets back to the fun element of it but yeah but b the reaction to it is better as well because people feel the love that went into it i was about to say that that Although although this track's not drum and bass, but Waste No Time that I released before the drum and bass track um, was something that I put a lot of like emotion into and I'd spent a lot of time not doing music and I really wanted to make a track that sort of reflected how I'd felt for the last couple of years. And the response I got from that one as well as um, that guy was like, this feels very raw and very like this came from the heart and not even like obviously I would love to keep making drum and bass and I'm going to do that like no doubt um but I just in general want to just keep making music that makes me feel that way um and I think it's so important because they it is you know it's translatable people feel it and they they hear it especially like in my voice in the lyrics um the story of it all I think that it all has a bigger impact on the listener and I, I do care about what the listeners think. And I, I think that I'd be silly sitting here saying that I only care about, you know, um, how I feel about seeing But of course I care about, you know, other people's reactions. Otherwise I wouldn't put it out there, you know? Yeah. So to get that response, it just validates the feelings that I had. And it's, I do feel like it's steering me in a direction. So, good, yeah. Good. I, I feel, I feel this, this whole interview has been quite cathartic for you. Uh, look, you've got, <laughs> got that now as well <laughs> which is great which is absolutely great I, I you know i just think this is really important for a lot of young musicians listening to this i think it's really important that you 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 plow your own field you 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 know you you row your own boat in this and ultimately do you know what i think i think people think that fans are really fickle Mm. right and that actually if you don't it's because i think it's almost fed to you through social media and and almost through the buzz around the industry as well which Mm. is that if you don't keep on trend keep and keep doing what you're meant to be doing etc fans will go away yeah genuinely do you know what the artists that i've seen over the years that have sustained fantastic careers over and you know, years and years and years, etc., have been the ones where the fans actually want the artist to do what the artist wants to well, do. Yeah. And no, I, yeah. I think you've got to, I think you've, I think you've all got to learn yeah. that, you know, which yeah. is that people want, people almost really actually at the core of it, people actually want their creatives to surprise them, you know? Yeah. Even with what I do, when I'm creating stuff for people for social media, right? If I if all I did was churn out what they expected, yeah, yeah, they would at some point they'd go, oh, 
it's not it's not quite as you know because they probably came in and saw you in the first place because you were doing something a bit disruptive and a little bit different yeah yeah so what people really want from you is to be a little bit yeah, yeah. Yeah. be that little bit edgy and a little bit different and a little bit you all of the time yeah I, I i completely agree with that i think that everybody wants to clone themselves and be like somebody else um just because that person is you know in you know trendy whatever um, but they're already there they've already done that exactly so it's time to be yourself pretty much time to you know be the shepherd not the sheep yeah, absolutely. So, what can we look forward to from you? What can we look forward to? Um, just more authenticity, to be honest Brilliant. with you. Um, there's, I, I, I don't like to, like I said in the beginning, I'm very versatile and I don't like to sort of um, box myself into one genre. Um, but you can just expect more authenticity and more openness about you know what i'm going through as an artist and i think that that transparency is so important um in general like just to sort of educate people that uh you know that want to be artists or even aren't artists that you know what we do is is is, is tricky you know there is a lot to it you know we, we don't just get up and um go yeah i'm gonna post this and this is great and i did it in five minutes and, uh, and i'm gonna upload it and get all these likes it doesn't work like that you know <laughs> it's um, a lot of blood sweat and tears yeah, goes into everything it really is and i think that um yeah again just authenticity transparency fantastic let's let's finish on a really up tone yeah if if you could work with somebody yeah this question i ask quite a lot but if you could work with somebody dead or alive right on the track who would that be um probably freddie mercury oh uh, you're not the first person to say why? that why 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 not it was yeah. just amazing i, I think that, <laughs> i think like um for example um queen's band-aid performance um is so iconic and it's it's one of those it's one of those moments that has sparked like a lot of inspiration to me. Um, yeah. Whenever, whenever I hear his music and I hear his voice, I just want to tear up and start crying. So um, he's just, just such a legend in so many ways. Rest in peace, Freddie. I, uh, I know, I know. And so many musicians have talked about that moment as yeah. well. I mean, I can remember watching it. Oh, don't. I'm so jealous. Right. Ridiculously jealous. How how ridiculous is that, right? Yeah. You know, as a young, as I'm, I think for any young person that went through watching that, that was music minded at the time, it was like, I want to be that. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I would have thought the exact same thing if you I know. was you know, alive then. <laughs> Look at this. Good. Nice one, that giving new unsigned artists a slot like this and sharing your experience and advice with them. Yeah, well, that's what we're here for. Uh, and well done to you too. Very natural and engaging future star. Yes, of course. That's what it's all about. This is, look, this is what I say at the end of every one of these, which is if you've enjoyed this, if you like this, go and share it around all over the place. Not for me, because I'm old and quite frankly, nobody gives a damn. Um, but it's... <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and I don't either. Uh, but it's actually for all of the fantastic musicians that come on here and give me their time because, you know, I just don't think people, you know, we live in a world where everything's kind of easy, seems to be easy and throw away and, you know, mm. chat GPT can write your, you know, do your washing up and, 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 yeah. and make your bed and all of that sort of thing. It's not like that. No. You know, music is something that it's an absolute labor of love. It's it's hard. It you know, it's a struggle to to get up to be creative on a day-to-day -day basis. Oh yes. And <laughs> uh, you know, do it, pour your heart out day in, day out. I mean, I you know it it wears me out just mm. getting up and doing my posts every day which i do but and putting all of that energy out there but to make music so so uh giving of yourself mm. and you know and yet people think well it's fine to to give that back by just streaming it and effectively paying people peanuts well don't you know yeah. start spending the money Send me your money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we're sort of going to a little bit of Queen, if if, if we like, uh, in, in a minute. But yeah, look, if you've enjoyed this, do share it. And do go and check out Lesmi's music and actually pay us some money for it, okay? Really, really important, okay? Thank you. That's the important bit. Do that. And then, you know, money, because money does, in a way, make the world go round, or at least pays musicians to make it a bit more. At least funds me to keep making more. Yes, exactly. You yeah. know, you wouldn't want it for all of your, you know, your favourite musicians to end up working down the fish and chip shop. For a start, mm -hmm. you know, they there isn't enough fish in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just keeping like the independent artist like just alive you know compared to like everything that's really commercial and i think that that's important because they they are very authentic people so uh, and they they need that support indeed so go download everything by Liz me now um you know when she's got tours go see her buy the tickets um when she has merch buy all of it wear it um, because you know that's great. I I leave you with one piece of advice, um, which is and that, which I've given to several people. Um, I've, I feel like I almost need to copyright this as a piece of advice, but because people are actually starting to take me up on it, musicians are taking me up on this now. Which is, it, when you next get T-shirts made, what you need to do, and if I could get every musician on the planet doing this, this would be brilliant, mm -hmm. right? Is is you need to have your design on the front or whatever and then on the back it says i listen to insert name of artists in your case it lists me yeah. on spotify amazon music apple music whatever but and then underneath that it says but i paid them for this t-shirt and that would be the break for all musicians out yeah. there you know yeah buy the t-shirt get the music yeah. doesn't matter that's the mate. yeah love it it's genius, isn't it? It's absolute yeah. genius. You know, we won't buy CDs anymore. We'll just buy the T-shirt and stream the music. That's the way. And then we can all go around happy uh, and enjoying life. Yeah, agreed.
thank you for being an absolutely brilliant guest. Thank you for having me. It's been. I've, I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed chatting to you. I'm sorry if it made you emotional at times. No, um, and I in particularly like the very eighties curtains you've got in the background there as well. One <laughs> put these up. Not only is were there eighty references in the music, but there's eighty references in the Lovely decor. <laughs> So it's all uh, good. Look at that. I will get that made on her t-shirts. There we go. Right there, right now. Thank you, uh, Elizabeth. Mate. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, for everyone that's watched all of the My Musics this week. If you like it, do subscribe, share it with your friends, as I say, not for me, but for the musicians. Uh, I'll be back next week with more exciting interviews with more artists who really need your help. Uh, until then, bye for now.